What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned in to the Endgame Grind podcast, the only podcast where five black Americans were found lynched across the country, one being a transgender woman whose murder will not even be investigated because according to the Portland, Oregon Police Department, there isn't enough public interest to even deem it worthy to be investigated. America do better. We are back with episode seven. And man... It's going to be a late episode, but mainly because we had some IRL uh, technical deficiencies. Chris, give them the like the the, give them the TLDR of your situation, bro. Three power supplies, two emails, a phone call. That was my last two weeks. But But like. But let me get let me hit you with it. So we went through three power supplies. My PC goes out. Um, it's not starting. It's uh, blue screening. Man, errors out the ass. Didn't know what to do. <sighs> and your switch Long is stories. working for the Russians. <laughs> yeah, my switch is working for the Russians. Um, <laughs> it's just um, it's just a menagerie of uh, fuck shit. But, but you know what? First problem, which was the PC, is fixed. The second problem, I'm waiting on Nintendo to do their job. They're going to help a brother out. Long story short, it's done. It's handled. Knock, knock on wood. We are here. Get used to it. So so today is episode seven, and we have to kind of circle back to episode five because it's actually kind of a good thing that our episode is delayed because now the PlayStation 5 has been a officially unveiled and also we've got some news about potential pricing and release date of said system so chris we gotta start do we want to talk about who released the possible price we will get to that we will get because it's a it's a certain country that's been doing fuck shit in the video game world for a while now let's start from the tip right now like first of all let's talk about that game show PlayStation 5 reveal was one hell of a reveal show. Like that's what I like to see. No talking. I don't want to I don't care who I don't care about no talking heads. I don't care about none of that. I want to see trailers and games. You know what? PlayStation delivered hand over fist. No, they will. came no, no they started a little rocky and we were all scared. We were all scared like bro like okay so let's let's just go over we can't go let's not we're going to it's going to take too long to go over the whole thing. But let's just go over like what we actually liked. So let's just talk about the first one that just like kicked open the door waving the four fours at us letting us know yo we came here to bring you exclusives. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Morales. I'm going to let you rock on this. Hands down, best Spider-Man. Don't at me. Had the best movie, the best soundtrack, the best costume. So Also gets the best Spider-Girl, which is Spider-Gwen. And if you say they're not together because it's a fucking uh, universe continuity, fight me. I find it it hilarious how people were literally being like well it's just dlc it's just dlc and insomniac comes out like no it's a it's a, it's its own game it's it's literally its own game with its own campaign and its own identity and people are like what's your source it's like nick 
We made it. We, we made it. That's <laughs> our source. We made the game. You see the, you see the logo down there in the left corner? That's us. That says Insomniac. That's us. We're John Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spider-Man, and that was slated for this year, holiday 2020. Yeah, which begs the question if it's going to be a launch title. 100%. I'm crossing my fingers hoping it's a launch title. I, you can, and I hope they drop a special edition ps5 so that's the one i get it i well, would well, i would bet last time my speakers i would bet literally anything that that's a launch title easy also that was uh unveiled at the ps5 release show demon souls remake slash remaster i have never played demon souls I am one of the people that does not understand how people get enjoyment out of a game that's really made to just be difficult. Like I like it's not that I can't play it. It's just I enjoy playing games, not contemplating snapping controllers over my knee. So that's, that's not really my demographic, but I know a lot of people were looking forward to that. And, and it looked great. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I personally would have preferred Bloodborne too. But, you know, this is cool, too. This is cool, too. You uh, know, and you know what? It's from the same company. So true. if one's on the way, one might not be far behind. New Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, uh, yes. Sign me the fuck up. Um, they were, um, as, as PC players, we can see when there's a slight frame drop, we're used to a certain number, um, and they can only produce certain numbers. It's not the uh, the ps5's fault it's actually their streaming service slash encoder some things just don't translate well when you are going from a console to a computer very true them's just facts yep. um but it ran very fluid um you could when you were watching that gameplay trailer you could tell that they did all that to flex the horsepower behind the ps5 because if you put that on a ps4 cry if you put that on a ps3 that thing would have been like every rift would have been a load screen that's very true <laughs> but that game looked gorgeous i am excited um i love ratchet and clank i r.i.p to uh jack and daxter and sly cooper the other two ps2 bygone era games um because it looks like Ratchet and Clank's the only one out of the three getting the love. Um, but at the same time, don't care. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, the last two games that were kind of like, you know, edging out the show and, and, and closing it up. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and Resident Evil 8 Village. I'm excited for... I'm excited for Resident Evil because I'm a Resident Evil fan and I'm kind of interested to see where the hell the whole it's werewolf going. thing is going to go. Yeah. And also, also like, why Chris? he's so old. He's so old. But then I'm also, I'm going to play Horizon Zero Dawn 2, but we're getting Horizon Zero Dawn 1 on PC later this summer. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. So we'll probably just have to play the waiting game and find out with that but that's ultimately basically all the major games that were you know there were other games like kena bridge to shadows and, and all of that but we came here on this podcast to talk about the one thing that a lot of people have been speculating which we might not have to speculate anymore but we'll get to that they revealed 
the PlayStation 5, and it sucks that this is an audio-only podcast, but Christ, this thing is the most futuristic-looking console I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, this um, thing is... I, I'm not saying it looks bad. I am saying... If they switched the colors, if yes. they switched the color scheme, I think it would have looked a lot better. So I get where they're going. I get where, I get where like, the trend is going, because you can, if you look at, you know, look at xbox and you look at ps4 um nintendo's kind of sitting in a weird limbo because it's kind of untouchable right now uh but you know you've got that black and green and then this one's got the white and blue or like the black and blue um i don't know why playstation went this route to go with the with the white it's not a bad look it's a bad look but it could look a lot better if it was black and white instead of white and black first of all black the playstation 2 was black the playstation 3 was black with silver accents the playstation 4 black just make it black like why are you trying to do all this extra shit <laughs> like just make it black like leave you- the leave the white one for the special edition or the limited edition you know like for those uh collectors but honestly it should have just stayed black for, for those that are listening and can't actually don't you haven't actually seen it you can google it it's official but if you if you're just listening and you want me to visualize it for you, think of a black internet router sandwiched between an open three ring white binder with a blue accent lighting in the middle. That is legit what a PlayStation Five looks like. Go look it up right now. Pause this episode and go look it up. Tell me that's not exactly what it looks like because you can't. It's like legit what it looks like. But um. The one major the one major thing was missing from this conference. Two things actually. A release date and a price tag. Now, we all know the release date is probably going to be somewhere in early November. Early early to early mid November, holiday 2020. They want to get it out for that Black Friday rush. They want people to kick down the doors of all their, you know, big box stores and you know, spend up all the Amazon to go get it. That's what they want. And then Christmas time, everybody wants a new console and all that. That's how it goes. But it ain't free. So the question is, how much is this thing going to be? Now, we speculated early that this thing, look, they're getting new AMD Ryzen Zen 2 processors. They're getting AMD GPUs that aren't even out for PCs yet, which is unheard of. Like they're getting this technology straight off the conveyor belt. On top of that, they're using NVMe storage that Tim Sweeney, the president of Epic Games, came out and said that it's going to be faster or a faster SSD and it's going to be faster than anything you find on PC, which I think is a crock of shit. But we'll see. That's what he said, though. But that being said, I can't imagine that you would get all of that in one box. Especially when they talk about all the technology they put in the controller, like adaptive uh, vibration, like it'll be able to sense your breathing and your heart rate. And bro, you know, it said it said the controller's HD uh, hedactic vibration is going to be so intense. You can feel every individual raindrop falling on your character's body. See, and like you hear all of that. And then I hear that and I'm like, there's no way in hell you can get a three, four hundred, three, four, five hundred dollar console. It's going to do all that shit. But 
we speculated. I I don't remember what you Chris. What did you say that you thought? I the, said I said um, it wasn't. I think it was going to be six ninety nine. I think the the one with the disc drive was going to be six ninety nine, and they might drop it to like six fifty six forty for the all digital. See, um, I I'm around in that ballpark too. I think six ninety nine ninety nine for the digital, and maybe I was thinking more maybe five ninety nine ninety nine. For the disc one, just or uh, other way around, six ninety nine ninety nine for the disc, five ninety nine ninety nine for the um for the well, yeah, digital um, version. I guess we should. Science, I guess we should say that, huh? We should say that that there's two versions. There's a digital yeah. version, and there's a digital version and the regular version. And the only difference is between the two is digital version does not have a Blu-ray drive for physical games. So basically and if so you, you buy will that have to one, buy it all digital. Exactly. And it will be a hundred dollars cheaper, but I have a theory on that, but I'm gonna let you say what you're saying first. So I was going to say, um, the reason we had speculated that and the new price that we now see coincides with what I said, which was, if we look at the Xbox one S where there was the physical disc, and then there was the all digital one where it was a clear two hundred dollars cheaper it would make sense for it to drop like a hundred dollars but i just don't see it happening because of all the technical hardware the power that was being the fire that was being stoked right but you know now we know low-key i think that the digital version is going to be like when you think about it naturally you would think the digital version that doesn't have the blu-ray drive or the blu-ray player in it would be cheaper because just the way like it's just the way business works right if sony doesn't have to spend the money to manufacture ps5s with the disc drive them saving that money should trickle down to the consumer of okay so now if you want one that has less you should pay less that's just kind of the way it works to me that's what nintendo did with uh the switches and the switch Lite. yeah but the the thing is that was a design choice made and they they recognize that there are two different demographics of people who want to switch and this one was to cater to the latter of people who just who didn't care if you know they were never able to dock it or playing on a big tv this is literally do you want digital or do you want physical but i think sony's trying to pull a fast one on people i think what's going on is when you when this thing comes out we don't know the official price yet but just the way people work right there's, there's going to be people who buy whatever they want to buy, but you have to think about the, the other market, the parents, the significant others, you know, the, the brothers and sisters and people that want to buy this for loved ones that don't know dick about gaming, right? They're going to see that one's $100 cheaper than the other. They're going to ask people at Walmart, at Target, at GameStop, what's the difference? And they're going to say, oh, well, this one can play physical games. This one can't. And they're going to think and say, huh, well, I can just get him a gift card and he can get whatever game he wants. And that's going to be the end of the discussion. And they're going to go with the $100 cheaper one. Now, what they're not going to tell you is, well, this particular system takes NVMe M.2 storage, which is incredibly expensive right now because, A, it's very new. 
well, new to y'all, <laughs> uh, new to console gamers, it's newer and it's a bit of a shortage right now. And you're not going to be able to just walk in Walmart or maybe you can. I, I actually do not know, but it's not like before where you're just booting games off of a hard drive or you're just booting games off of like a mechanical drive or an external drive. M.2 drives like you have to. I mean, a two terabyte M.2 drives about three hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. No, it's like two fifty, I believe. But that's a lot to some people. Like, if you go digital, you're basically making the commitment to going one hundred percent digital. Like, when you play on a physical disc, you only have to download so much of the game because the rest will be running off of the disc. That's the whole point of having a disc. But when you go digital, you think about it. How big of a game is Final Fantasy VII remake? It was two discs. It That's was, how big it was. But then you think about it, right? You go get, let's say you go get a, um, a PS5 on day of release, right? All digital. So what are you going to get? Let's say the, let's say they have three launch titles, right? Spider-Man. Let's say Ratchet and Clank is a launch title. And just for, just for conversation sake, let's say Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is a launch title. They're not. I don't know that any of these are. Oh, this is just for conversation. Let's say all of these games are launch titles and you want to get all three of them day of release okay let's say it comes with a what what's the usual like one terabyte hard drives and five 500 500 gigs was the standard and then one terabyte was the big one so let's say you get the one terabyte right let's say spider-man uh chris i didn't play the original spider-man you did how how big of a game did you get a digital or physical I got a physical, man. Come on. Don't say that like you did. <laughs> I got a physical edition of so, Spider-Man. So that being said, how big do you think that game is? Like all digital. Oh. Actually, I just realized we have technology. We can yeah, look I'm it literally up. looking it up right now. Um, and I just realized I typed in the wrong thing. 45. Uh, I, just I, just, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's 45 gigs. So it's 45 <laughs> gigs of space, right? So yeah. let's say you look up Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn is probably easily a hundred. Uh, and for Resident Evil, it is fifty gigs. Fifty. Okay. So let's say that um, if you have a one terabyte, so you have, you, let's say you have your OS of the PS5, so that's already taken up. So you've got Horizon Zero Dawn and Spider-Man. You're already at 95 gigs used. And then there's Resident Evil 8, which probably won't. Let's let's say 20. Let's say 20 gigs, right? So let's say like you're sitting at uh, 100, 120-ish gigs, right? You've already taken up a little over a tenth of your drive. That is going to fill up quite quickly Especially when you think about games like Cyberpunk and Monster Hunter World. Games like Call of Duty that have 30 gig updates every other month. And, you know, the base games like what do uh, what, Chris, 90 gigs? Uh, wait, no, which one? Warzone. Warzone was. I feel like it was closer to a hundred something, but but just for the sake of conversation, it's yeah. in the hundreds, right? Like if you mm -hmm. download a game 
that's got a hundred gigs worth of data, that is one tenth of your drive. More if you go for the 500 option, which a lot of people probably are. And I think that a lot of people are going to invest in the digital only without it was knowing. 175 gigs. A hundred. Almost 200 <laughs> gigs worth, bro. If you get a one terabyte drive, right? And you download Warzone, and this is just the multiplayer, right? Yeah, it's just the multiplayer. Just well, the- no, because so here's the thing. I actually looked into this. It's not. So when you get Warzone, the reason it's such a big download is because it's actually downloading all of Modern Warfare and Warzone, but you're only you only access a portion of it to get to the free game. But it downloads the whole thing to it. So that's why. See. But even then, that's still fucking huge. If you. Because that's essentially two games. Dog, two games? That's essentially like four or five games. No, I mean, just like the Call of Duty thing. That's just two games. Oh, yeah. you're, You're only downloading two games. But like, why are both of them, you know, like almost 100 gigs each? See, but that's my thing. If the if you get five. Okay. It. A half, a one terabyte. For those that don't know, one terabyte is a thousand gigs, correct? Uh, yes. Half a terabyte is five hundred gigs, correct? Yes. So if you get a PS5 with five hundred gigs and you get Warzone, it's one hundred and seventy-five gigs. You have almost taken up almost taken up 175 out of 500 actually no because it won't be 500 right because you're gonna have all your os and everything from the playstation my point is my point is yeah a lot of people are gonna buy the digital version because it's cheaper initially and they're gonna run into the uh thing later where it's like damn all my games are huge I'm having to delete games just to get new games. And then let's not even forget PlayStation now. So you're our PlayStation Network. So you're going to be getting free games every month. And if they get a good one that you like and it takes up like 60 gigs and you don't have 60 gigs to spare, some's got to go. Maybe you're not done with all your games. I, I think a lot of people are going to run into that issue, not knowing what they're getting themselves into from the beginning. Yeah. And that is a bit of. Also, I don't think people are going to upgrade these systems. I really don't. Like, I really think Sony is intent, like Sony and Microsoft. I really do think that they're expecting people to go out. Like somebody who maybe buys a new console just to play like the new FIFA, the new 2K, the new Call of Duty, whatever. They're not going to go out and buy a new M.2 drive and install it themselves. It's simple, but they're not going to do it. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. Like, I... (sighs) I, I, I just don't think... That was a very good design choice, but I'm going to put it to you like this. I don't think this thing is going to end up being anything less than $600. That's my that's that's my final take on the price. What about you? That sounds about right. Like cuz at the end of the day, PlayStation and Xbox had to learn that especially with parents i as at working at a game store i have literally seen this conversation happen i want the new system okay well how much is the new system uh right now it's running 500 dollars. 
The latest game that came out, is it still for the old system? Yeah, it is. So how about I just get you the new game instead of the new console? See, but like, here, parent, but... parents are not willing, but what I'm like, where I'm going is minus like you or me, where like you know, we make our own money and we can go out and buy the things we want to go buy out. Mm-hmm. Um, parents are a different demographic because as much as they would love to give get the latest and greatest, they got to look at it logistically, they got to make that money last because they're taking care of a kid. Um, they're not going to be willing to spend six, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, and then and, and what if the kid does get hip to the jive and be like, "Yo, I want to, I want to upgrade my stuff, buy me parts," and the parent looks at them like, "Boy, is you crazy? Girl, is you nuts? You must be out your goddamn mind." I bought you the system. Anything else is extra. But here's the thing that you got to bring up with that, right? Yeah, we have already had one developer come out and say we're not putting our old, we're not putting our new game we developed for the PlayStation Five on PlayStation Four or Xbox uh, or Xbox One because we're not going to power down the game to the point where it's laggy, trash, and unplayable just so somebody on the last generation gets to enjoy it. If more developers look, you're asking developers to take your console and take it places it's never fucking been before. You can't do that and then scale it down to fit whatever the last generation did. You absolutely right. So if that starts happening and people don't have that option of I'll get you the latest game on the on the older console then that's gonna that's why i think sony is kind of drawing a line in the sand and saying look you can buy the new console or you can't you want to play the new games buy the new console that simple and i literally because remember when the xbox 360 and uh playstation 3 were at the end of their life cycle going into the xbox one and ps4 a ton of the later or in the earlier games of the playstation 4 and the xbox one were on 360 and PS3. Mm-hmm. But that was mainly because that happened during a recession where people didn't have money to go drop five, four or five hundred dollars on a new system. So unless they wanted to lose money on games, that they had to do that. Yeah. We're not in that situation, right? Well, I mean we are, but we still I mean, yeah, I we, mean are, we but... are, but it's not uh, but they don't feel like it'll hurt their pockets like it would back then. Right. But I <sighs> I think Microsoft has an interesting approach to this. I don't know if you heard about this. So the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X, they had another um, trademark reveal for Xbox Series, right? So people think it's going to be a second console. It would only make sense if they have two consoles, right? People believe when I say I shouldn't say that, right? So basically, um, people are speculating that the new Xbox will be a toned down version of the Xbox Series X that won't be able to hit like high frame rates and stuff like that. It's basically for the, I want to play the new games that don't want to sell a kidney to do it crowd. Yeah. Which honestly is a big demographic. Yeah. Because let's be real. The same people we talk about all the time on this podcast, the I'm going to buy a Madden 
2K, a shooter, and maybe one game I'll try like Cyberpunk, right? They don't care about frame rates. They don't care about ray tracing. They don't care about the difference between 30 and 60. They don't care about graphical fidelity. They don't care about foliage sway and shit like that. They just want to play a game. And, you know, that type of console caters to that crowd of, yo, I'm not going to spend $700 or six, $700 on a console where half of the shit that's making it cost that much. I'm never going to fucking use or appreciate in the first place. But then again, Xbox hasn't had their big show of games yet, so it'll probably come out during that show. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's getting, it's, this, this year's moving fast, man. Yeah, we're this already we're fast. halfway through June. Like, dude, if you're going to have a holiday release, you got to drop the price tag sometime. You got to. It's just a matter of time at this point. But speaking of price tags, Chris, go on, go on and tell them what, uh, why we potentially might know the price of the PS5. Because of the French. <laughs> 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 and the funny thing is, this is not the first time France has been in the news uh, for video games. If we'd like to remember, um, they dropped a Pokemon game before the street date. Uh, France also. Oh, no, that was no, that was Canada that lost all the the yarn Yoshi amiibos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the, the truck fire. <laughs> but like France is uh, unfortunately is a little known to fuck shit up for the game community um and get reprimanded uh by said game community uh first time being the pokemon incident and now amazon um now who's to say um that wasn't the point i you know tinfoil hat on i think personally i think uh companies leak information like that to stoke the fire now why did they pick france lord knows why did amazon do it money jeff bezos shits mills um but yeah i i think i think it was a plan i think it was a way to stoke the fire i think these prices are for all intents and purposes, placeholders. I think they're close to what the price is, but I don't think that's what they are. You know, I don't think the prices being placeholders is that much of a tinfoil statement because we know that things like that have happened before. Like, yeah. remember when um, remember when Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was still a rumor and Play Asia had it up already on their website with a cover that looked fake, but it's just because the official one hadn't released yet. So they had to make like their own out of like Google images. And then as soon as it gets released and as soon as the art comes out, it changes and it happened. So it very, it very well could be. But why don't you go on and tell the people the price? Um, the price, we wrote it down somewhere. Well, uh, the, the European price, I don't remember what it, USD was. European, it was four ninety nine ninety nine in euros. Okay, well then, you know what? Let's let's bring up our best friend Google. Uh, 4.99 euros it is 5.59.19 US dollars so 
probably 6.15 after tax. I don't know. Bobby's not here to do the quick maths. Uh, Ooh, hold on, because I'm on Twitter, and apparently, now, uh, look, again, no, until it comes from Sony, nothing is yeah. official. It's Pe- all speculation. Now, $4.99 and $3.99 are the rumored, quote-unquote, confirmed costs of the PlayStation 5 USD. If that were the case, people... You are getting this console for a steal. Uh, well, we don't know yet. But if that's true. Um, that being said. It's about that time to come out with a price, like an actual price. Uh, stop having the people speculate. Start having the people save because... I ain't made a money where I can just go, oh, it's $800. That's fine. Let me just drop this eight stacks real quick and get me a second controller while you're at it. Well, well, think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. If those prices are true, do you think they're making them this low to compensate for what people are going to have to do in the future? Because let's think about it like this. If you're paying 400 bucks for the digital diversion, right? Mm-hmm. We just talked about how a two terabyte M.2 for expansion of storage is going to run you like 150, 200 bucks, right? At that point, you are paying 600 bucks. You know, and that's the game we like to play with consoles, right? How much money can you spend before you buy a game? So you're buying the console for 400 plus. You're going to pay that 60 for a year of PSN. And let's say you're going to expand your storage because you already know that you're going to get a ton of games. You're going to need it eventually. So you're going to do it now. And it's going to be like another 150. So you've already spent what? $213 before you $213 on top of buying the console before you even bought a game. I, I, I need more information. That, that's basically yeah. what this boils down to. But I'm curious to know, what do you think about this Xbox Series X mini situation? Like, because let's, they're allegedly, it's, it's supposed to be considerably cheaper than the Xbox Series X, which also does not have a price yet. But uh, wh- what do you feel about, like, the console for the, the simple man? Let's say, let's, let's put it in nice terms. Console for the simple man, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Um, honestly, it, it really doesn't. Uh, it does sound like a beneficial thing for a lot of people. Um, but at the same time, if you do do that, this is just me being a asshole. Uh, keep them on their own servers. Oh, because, (laughs) um, because here's the thing. If I'm playing a game and I want to win and I get matched with some console casual normie that only plays like three types of games and he's out here just to either not do what he needs to do and just fuck around. I mean, leaving. I mean, to be fair, if he only plays two or three games type of year, nine times out of ten, you wouldn't even be playing the game that he's playing in the first place. I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time, I just don't want him to be like, this is the one time I'm playing like a shooter on console because I'm like playing with family or something. And 
you know, I get matched with this fucking lemming. Oh my god, you did not okay. Well I, <laughs> Well let me let Stay me get the fuck you, in your own lane. That's well, what I'm saying. Let me get your opinion on this, bro. So I don't yeah. know if you saw this, but Demon the the uh the studio behind the remaster slash remake of Demon's Souls basically came out and said that in their game they're going to have two options. Basically one mode of the game that focuses on graphical fidelity. And one mode of the game that focuses on hitting higher frame rates. I, honestly, personally, I love this idea. Well, hold, um, well, hold on before before you get let me let me just tell, say this for the audience. For console players, that's new and it's revolutionary. For PC players, that's fucking Tuesday. To be able to scale your game down to the capabilities of your system to get the most out of it. I keep trying to tell them consoles just want to be PCs for the more more accessible PCs, but go let me shut up. Bro, we go just, ahead, bro, bro. We're just sitting, bro. As <laughs> console players are seeing this, and like, wow, that's that's really cool. You know, you get the choice of you know fluid uh, graphics or high performance, <laughs> and PC players over here going. Like, why not have yeah, both? Like, uh, is, are they insinuating you cannot get both? You gotta Look, make you gotta make a choice. If, I, if I, I swear to God, if we get one of these Xbox Series X people and these P- PS5 uh, fucking losers that say, "Oh well, our console runs and has better you know things than a PC does, so we're better than PC players." Boy or girl, that Technicolor in between. If you don't shut that shit up, those game com- these video game companies, these producers, these publishers, they came out with that technical jargon. Yes, it may all be true, but that technical jargon to sell cases. All right, PC PCs have always and forever will be technologically better, hardware faster pictures beautifuler better i i I had a thing going and i kind of ruined it but we're better okay you're not on our level bro what is this you're just eating our scraps bro what is this anti-console kick you're on today i'm not anti i'm not anti-console man oh bro i'm just just, is your elite you use like like i love don't get me wrong i I love shitting on consoles and praising pc as much as the next man but you i don't know man i'm getting some pretty toxic elitist vibes from you right now and i don't know you know why because when i was stuck not being able to play on my pc i played apex on my ps4 that was the biggest fucking mistake i ever made oh my god playstation 4 players look some of y'all are good i'm not gonna deny that but a lot of y'all are actual fucking duty butter and it shows because i'm over here taking w's left and right on a console on a controller that can't even really match my speed and you motherfuckers are shooting at the ground asking for chicken dinners you know what i'm saying asking for chicken dinners. like i just i'm just tired what of it man what is happening right now bro i'm just tired of it all right 
look, I'm excited for the PS5 because there's a lot of games that currently aren't going to be on the PS on on the PC at least right now. Uh, I'm excited for Ratchet and Clank. I'm excited for Spider Man. I'm excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. But as we stated, I personally think Horizon Zero Dawn Two is a limited PlayStation exclusive because we've already seen the first ones coming to PC later this summer. Another game, uh, Stray, which is the game about the cat in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. Um, if you look at the end of the trailer, it says limited exclusive on PS5 will be on PC later, later that year. That being said, consoles, your times are fucking numbered. Oh, my God. <laughs> all Don't, right. Well, with all that know, said, bro, let's leave. Let's let me let me go because I'm, I'm about to rock on something that's uh, not even important, bro. That, <laughs> bro, every, that whole rent had nothing to do with what I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have enough time now to circle back because you just went ham on console players for no reason, bro. Like, bro, just stay, but just y'all just stay in y'all lane. All right, just I, stay in y'all lane. Remember, remember where y'all came from. Oh, I did, I didn't, I didn't okay this, y'all. I I don't know what's going on right now, but I guess. Look, let me ask you one last thing, Chris. This is a yes or no questions for the good people at home. Yeah. Day one, are you buying a PlayStation yes. Five? I, he just yes. he just went on this big ass rant about how consoles sure are over, bro. You, and you know why? <laughs> because I believe in my heart of hearts that Spider Man is going to be a launch title, and if that's the case, I'm going to be swinging through the winter New York, uh, bumping "What's Up, Danger." Day one. I can, say, I, can, I, can, I can say what I want and do what I want, man. I'm my own person. I pay my own fucking bills. Dog, we, they, y'all can't tell me how to act. I, all man. right, guys. So we're going to sign, sign us off, man. I'm feeling different. <laughs> Bro, we got to get this man out of here. Bro, that's it for episode seven of the Endgame Grind podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to give us a follow or subscribe or however the hell Spotify works or Apple Podcasts or any Anchor or anywhere else we are. We're kind of everywhere podcasts are. Uh, we are uploading every Wednesday between 3 and 5 p.m. Occasionally, we will have a late episode like this one. But for now, uh, this has been uh, the In Game Grind Podcast. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one later. See ya.